Robert Beardley's here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Hey. hey, what's up? You got that morning voice there, bro. Oh, dude. Nasal voice. I like I told I wake up. It's congested almost oh. every day. That's what mm. that's why I admit, I didn't miss that about doing the show at this time. Because this is like what I call in my life congestion hour. Mm, get ready yeah. to get stuffed. It's congestion <laughs> hour. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I it hasn't filtered its way out of my face yet. Mm. I don't know when that happens. Yeah. Mm. You sound normal. How do you do that? I wake up, dude. I change my air filters. I, I once I do fall asleep, it's very rare that I don't sleep perfectly fine. You know, last night was one of those rare instances. So I did not sleep a hundred percent great. And I'm like sore from yesterday because I was working on the house all day. Oh, ah! yeah. Ah, old stretch and yawn. The old stretch and yawn during congestion. Big stretch. Hour. Yeah, big stretch. Got to stretch it out because we got to look alive, man. We got a great show today. I'm looking forward to this one. Yesterday's show. Woo! Boy, what a barn burner there we did last night. <laughs> got Pike's weekend oh, story. I think it kept me up all night. I was like wired vicariously through you this weekend. It was like oh. all about it. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm not happy it kept you awake, but I'm glad you realized how exciting it was for me. You had a great weekend. And I am so Oh, three days. Jelly. Oh, nice. I was yeah, ooh, just but now it's like the I think I talked to you about this on Thursday or Friday or whatever it was. Like I was so excited for this weekend for so long, and it a- absolutely lived up to every bit of excitement. But now it's over, and now it's just like, oh, now what? Now I just got yeah. Okay, I got to go to work today. Now you know why rock stars yeah. do cocaine after they get off stage. They're like, I gotta keep, I gotta keep this going. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is understandable. And then their hearts explode. Because they don't know how to just be a normal human. You just got to be comfortable with yourself, man. That's the secret. No. And I will be. It's kind of like the Sunday scaries, except it's on like Tuesday. You ever get the Sunday scaries? Is that because you got to work in them? I've never heard that before, but is that because you got to work in them tomorrow morning? Yeah, like Sunday evening, it starts to set in like, oh, shit. This week, it's still the weekend, but the weekend's over, and I got to get up and work tomorrow. And it's a whole week of it. Yeah. It really so, changes your mindset. Once it hits like Sunday afternoon, you're like, oh, this is like fucking wasted time right now because I got to work tomorrow. Yeah. Same thing in like yeah, last you, day of vacation. You get that even worse. You're like, oh, no. 
This isn't yeah, my new reality. In the morning. This is this is a temporary reality I don't enjoy. <laughs> it's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. It's over. Well, I don't think you have to uh, worry about that on this show. There's nothing scary going on here. Today, we're going to be talking about, look, I get asked all the time, what are my investments? Everyone wants to talk about investments, specifically stocks. So I'm going to go over some stocks that I currently invest in today. What am I looking at here in the future? So if you're curious, this is just what I have. And I'll, I'll just tell you what I'm, what's going on here about this whole thing. All right. I know Pike, yeah, you've asked me in the past too, right? You've asked, oh, what, what, what are you invested in? Right. What and why? That's what I want to know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're really bought into this episode. That'd be really, really great. All right. You know what we didn't do yesterday is we didn't do, let me ask you this. So before we even begin this podcast any further, Pike, let me ask you this. Okay. If you had to create a fake name right now, what would it be? Right now. Right now. Fake name. Right now. Dildo Baggins. <laughs> Remember Friday we talked about what name I would want? So now I just had to add a last name to Dildo. <laughs> like a Lord of the Ring porn spoof? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I like how it sounds. Because his name was what? Bilbo? Yeah. Yeah. That that's stupid. Now dildo baggins. Oh god. All right. You got dildo baggins. That's your fake name. You had to make up right now. So if I was like, you know, hey, hey, what's your name? As you're like in trouble by a random stranger on the street, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, dildo baggins, sir." Just to cover up your true identity. Yeah. That's what I would do. And they say, that's not a real name. Now, what's your actual name? And what go, name would oh, you give okay, him? You got, you got me. I would give him my real name. <laughs> well, now I'm nervous as hell. They caught me. <laughs> Why? Why wouldn't you just lie about the next name? Because now, how many lies can you tell? But then what's real at that point? Uh, my, what, yeah, I mean, my, Chaz McGinty, sir. That's me. Yeah, I spell McGinty. Spell McGinty. McGinty. Uh, <laughs> and then you spell it and you like make some shit up like M-C-G. And then they go, all right, spell it again. And then you spell it a different way. <laughs> You're you like, like M-A-C. Oh, wait, was it Mac <laughs> or Mick? Damn. Fuck, I can't remember. I, you know, I, let me let me call my dad quick. Yeah. <laughs> He'll know. <laughs> you call your friend. Hey, hey, how the fuck would you spell McGinty? <laughs> yeah, pretty good friend there. And who are you? you stop me on the street, random man, scolding me for something I may or may not have done. See, you also plead the fifth, bro. Also, don't want to incriminate yourself. Let him take you to court. I don't know who is this guy. You cop? Yeah. The fuck out of my face. Then I start yelling at the old man. The fuck are you, dude? Who are you? What kind of authority yeah. do you have around here? Scare him a little bit. Yeah. Tell him you got a got a. I got a gun. 
this is yeah you, you tell him you got a gun then he said everybody down <laughs> get on the ground empty your pockets <laughs> they'll do it they'll do it it depends on how you say it but if you start yelling it and don't blink oh they'll do it they'll do it immediately yeah just to spook him though yeah you know just to give just to rattle him a bit just and to then, know, know what Pike, just to feel how Pike was living this weekend. Just that same kind of rush of adrenaline that you have when you're yeah. on a three-day bender. Yeah. And then every every few days or so, just slowly drive by his house. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Park across the street from where his kids get on the bus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just to just to kind of get get him thinking a little bit. Oh yeah, just to let him know. Be like, is that is that who is that the young man I yelled at on the street the other day? I don't. <laughs> Chas McGinty. Is that Chas? Is, is, is that Chas McGinty? And the cops. He calls the cops on you. You like what? Is it illegal to park in the street? What's going on? Not illegal to park. No. I'm just here temporarily, enjoying the nice day. <laughs> I'm not a fire zone. You know, it's fine. I'm allowed yeah. to park here. Yeah. Okay, you're not the law. You Is just there... enforce the law. Officer, what's your name? Officer. <laughs> what's a badge number? Oh, wait, I was looking for you to come up with a fake name for the officer. Officer. Oh, oh. Rich. McGillicuddy's. <laughs> you can't take McGinty and McGillicuddy's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. Rich Farnsworth. All right, listen up, Officer Farnsworth. Why don't you give me your badge number? And then what do you start doing? Then you just start poking around Officer Farnsworth and old man. What was the old man's name? Do we name the old man? Nameless. Nothing. We we just know where his kids go to school, but we have no idea what his last name is. <laughs> That's right. Real but we got the officer's recon. Thing. <laughs> we really don't do thorough research here. <laughs> it doesn't matter what his name is. You got his address. Mm, That's right. I know how we can find out his last name. By going through his mail. That's what we'll do. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Just look in the trash. But you want to grab... Get a good sample because you never know when sometimes the wrong mail goes to the wrong house. And so you got to make sure you're like, okay, now there's 80% of the mail has been addressed to uh, Farkle Plowstein. <laughs> Farkle Plowstein. Yeah, this, I think this is our guy. All right, so old man Plowstein, old man Farkle Plowstein, and Officer Rich Farnsworth. I, I, now we're going to start stalking him. This is the kind of fantasy that I think of in the shower or before I go to bed. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start. Who, who the fuck are you, old man? A fake interaction where he threatened me turns into sociopathic behavior of Stalking that person for the next six years for no reason. <laughs> you got you, one of your kids' bedrooms. You like turned into a crazy like 
newspaper clippings room yeah. of Farnsworth and Plowstein just <laughs> covered him. So your kid has to sleep in the freaking living room or something. Daddy, can I have my bed back? You'll have your bed back when I have my revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, son. Look, look Let me show you what their daily routines look like. Son, you can really get a good idea on what a man's diet is by going through his garbage. <laughs> Jesus, Dad. Never see I, either of these two men. You kill them, all right, son? You do daddy's work for him, all right? Yeah. Don't trace it back to daddy. All right, where where are we? We're 12 minutes into this episode. Well, we have no idea. We're talking gibberish. We have no time for this, Pike. We have no time, so I'm finished. Okay, I'm right. finished. And then now you're up, my friend. Let me ask you this. If you had $1 million, and maybe you do, I don't know. Let's say you had $1 million. You don't, okay. Would you... Would you... Would you, would you work uh, part-time at a grocery store? <laughs> this is your, your let's ask me this question. Let me ask you this. If I had a million dollars, would I work part-time at a grocery store? It's correct. <laughs> no. The answer's no. You no. wouldn't. Okay. I, th oh, I thought I would ask. <laughs> Uh, care, care to share why? Uh, no! I don't care! No! I worked at a grocery store for like four years. It was awful. Awful. What'd you do there? <clears throat> everything? Yeah, everything. Everything. Why don't... Why You didn't ever think that, hey, maybe I could turn this into a career. I have one lady, her name was Kathy. She was hot too. A little bit of a smoke show. Had a little Sarah Palin thing going on there with the glasses and oh. the hair up and the, you know, the middle-aged lady with the, the glasses and the hair up. That's a good look when I'm a 15-year-old so boy. This was, a, this was maybe one of the last hot Kathys out mm. there, probably. Yeah. Is that the name you can't be anymore? Is it a... That's well, it. I don't think anybody is. No, but what's the what's like the white ladies like making a bunch of like? Let me talk to your manager. Call the cops. Ah, uh, Karen. Karen. Oh, I got that wrong. Yeah, okay, yeah. so this is Kathy. This is a hot Kathy. Kathy with a K. <sighs> a little bit of a smoke show. You can tell she was like the hot hot one in high school. You know, and uh, oh yeah, probably How had old? a rich husband. Have an age on this lady? I would put her. I was fifteen. She was probably late forties, early fifties. Oh wow! Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I was never sad when Kathy was working, but she said something to me one day, and she goes, "You know, work comes before school at a fucking grocery store." Swear to God, and I go. That's why you're working in a grocery store. And she fucking like jaw dropped really mad. 
And I was like, oh, that was a shit thing to say to someone. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, yeah. I mean, hers wasn't great, but it hers? also wasn't a total personal attack. I know. I totally just personally attacked her. You know, some people work in grocery stores and they love it. And I mm -hmm. am not one of those people. I was absolutely miserable and I did not want to work at a grocery store when I was like almost 50 years old. And I just think she's completely wrong. I think your school should come before your work just to try to every single time you advance your education. Statistically, you will advance your career. So I think now there's some careers where education doesn't matter at all, like radio, which you and I both went to college and don't use yeah. a degree at all. How exciting for us. So in that regard, Kathy was a fucking genius and totally <laughs> crushed it because yeah. I had a lot of student debt for a long time. So anyway, you don't well, tell what a were you doing a kid, though, that that's a shit thing to tell a kid, you know? Were, were you doing your homework, like, at the checkout or something? Or no, what, she what was the reason? To, she was scheduling me, like, night after night after night after night. And I go, hey, I can't do this. I'm in school. I can't work, you know, during yeah. the week till 11 o'clock at night. I got a homework and shit. I'm 16 years old, 15 years old. I ride my bike here. You know, I'm riding home at almost midnight. I can't do that. My parents didn't no, want me working during the week. Uh, in high school. Well, then you need to tell Kathy that you can't work during the week. I mean, that's just the end of it. That's if they I don't want doing. you there, then okay, fine. Yeah. yeah no, they doing. always try to guilt you into it. Cause that's what know, I'm saying. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. They're jealous. No, look, I, that's, that's your same, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you, you and like, you're the young kid that's still like going to go on to do things, but there's some people there that just hate their lives and they hate you because you're not one of them. And so they just want to F with you, scheduling you during the week, even yeah. though you said not to. Exactly. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly. Dude, you don't make a kid. You don't tell a kid, hey, put down your schoolwork for a part-time job bagging groceries. You're, you're trying to make that my life? Like, no, you know what that is. That's for going to take a date out on a movie or to pay for my shit first car you know what i mean that's what that job is for it's just to create some cash and don't say that to a kid i don't know i was like whatever no. i'm not a smoke show that's kathy okay i'm gonna have to go make a living for myself i can't sit there and be gifted with my god i mean just great cheekbones and a god damn it great metabolism for a 50 year old woman off oh, whoa she was great she was hot, dude. She was hot. She How knew was it. she from like the, like in the chest area? She was great. It was not. Everything was good. Everything checked out. Everything checked out, dude. Everything checked out. It was, uh, then again, it was 15. So if I imagine if I go back and I look, it's, you know, 15, dude. I, you know. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I think I get a boner looking at a plate of French fries. I had no, <laughs> no yeah, idea, dude. At 15, it's like, yeah. oh no, what's happening with my body right now? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Arguably the horniest age. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure Kathy was probably really just miserable inside and out. But to me, I was like, <laughs> boy. 
One day, a lady will talk to me. All right, well, there you go. There's, uh, uh, let me ask you this. Now, before we get any farther, let's uh, let's do this. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up button. Shout out to Kathy for keeping me quite awake and alive during those very cold winter bike rides home when I had to ride my bike in the snow at 11 o'clock. She kept scheduling me till close at the grocery store. By the way, everybody at that store was miserable. It's since shut down. It was Tops was the name of the grocery store. Mm. Yep. And apparently everyone yeah. was a fan of being a bottom. Is that right? Well, it was called Tops. Nobody went there. If it was called Bottoms, maybe they would have kept it in business. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you think that's the reason for the business? I do. Uh, closure. Got it. I, I do. So tell a friend about this show if you uh, like it. And if you really do love it, jump on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Mm, that's a hell of a one. Thank you to all the special members of the committee. We really do appreciate it. It's a, it's an awesome thing. You can join the Patreon. It's only a buck. We put up bonus content. There's a ton of stuff up there now that you can go through and just, you know, start, start chowing them down as soon as you sign up, which is dope. So check it out. Patreon.com slash sparks radio. All right. So Pike, I get asked this question all the time. You've even asked me this question. What do I invest in? What do I have? You know, stock wise, what, what what's going on here? Uh, yeah, I've asked that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. Pike, you're not a financial advisor. None of us are financial professionals here. So don't think that this is professional advice and you should go buy the stock. Because, as you know, stocks are unpredictable and they can go up and they can go down. And you can lose money on this. So what I recommend is I personally like buying stock in companies that I like. I know there's a lot of people that do research on uh, stocks, and I think that's very smart, and I absolutely think you should. However, I also like to buy stock in companies that I personally enjoy the product for some reason, multiple reasons. One, I like buying stock in products that I understand because I can tell what is a good company in a product that I understand and what is a bad one. So if you are knowledgeable in an industry where you go in and you're like, oh man, I am, if I'm a roofer, I know what the best brands are for shingles and for, I don't even know. I've never roofed before in my life. I only put up some shingles on That's the That's all you need. Shingles and a nail gun. <laughs> all right. So you got I've shingles. done it. You got a nail gun. I know what the best nail gun is. I know what the best shingles are. I know what the shit nail gun is. I know what the shit shingles are. You see what I'm saying? You already start knowing what are the better brands, right? And which ones are going to last longer, which companies probably ran better, you know, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But that said, wouldn't you say that me doing a quick Google search of like top 10 shingle company companies is better than just somebody on their own opinion? You know, like, I know you're passionate about whatever it is that you're investing, which is what we're getting to, uh -huh. but isn't it more about just you having kind of a dog in the race? Like when I bet on sports, like uh -huh. I like to bet on the Packers because I, I, I'm enjoying that when they win and then I win money, it's even better, but I don't bet on just random because like, oh, I know the Chicago Bulls are, you know, go likely to win this game. 
I don't like to bet on that because I don't care. Well, that's a Isn't great more about because that? essentially what you're talking about is you're betting with what you're betting with your heart and hedge funds and uh, money managers and fund managers and investment firms. They're betting with their brain. They're running millions and millions and millions of calculations. They have thousands of employees doing this full time. This is their shit. This would be like you, Pike, picking up a, you know, a, a welding rod and a mask and trying to go weld a skyscraper compared to a dude who does it professionally all day, every day. Your building's going to crumble and his building will be perfectly fine because that's what they do. You know, you're talking about like people, professionals in their field. So, yeah, I completely I know what you're saying. And I agree. Uh, that was going to be my second part of this. Find oh, companies sorry. that you like. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm always going to implore people to do research. And so what you want to do is you want to you want to Google that company. And then what you want to do is you want to. You want to Google. Oh, God, I wrote it down, but I fucking closed it. I bet it was that one Farnsworth guy. He closed it. Yeah. Fucking with you. Uh, what you want to do is, oh, you want to just Google the company and then you type in investor relations. That's how you find out what the, the company investor relations is, because what they'll do is they'll tell you about the company. They'll talk about profits to earning ratios. They'll talk about what their plans are for uh, the future. They'll talk about new technologies that they're investing in. So after you find your company, let's say you, like, we'll go back to the nail gun thing. Cause I know some nail gun companies. So if I love, if I love uh, like Ryobi, Okay, and you're like, oh man, well, Ryobi's the shit. And then if you have like Bossich, right? You have another one. And then you have what's another nail gun company that people use all the time? Don't know. Milwaukee? Uh, do they Milwaukee. make nail guns? I don't know. Let's just say they do. Milwaukee. So you got Milwaukee, Bossich, and Ryobi. You have these three companies that make nail guns. And you like, let's say you like Milwaukee the most, okay? Milwaukee's a great company. I want to learn more about it. Jump on there, Google Milwaukee tools. Probably have to put in tools since it's a city name. And then type in investor relations. And then you start reading up on the company. And then what you do is you start going, oh, okay, here's their outlook. Here's what they're thinking. And then if you want to drop some coin into that, by all means do. But just know that it is a risk, okay? And I'll explain why I don't invest in a lot of companies. I invest in all the companies, which I'll tell you about here in a second. But the companies I currently have holdings in, uh, I wrote them down here. The companies I have here are, I have Chipotle, <laughs> which is an amazing you company. you know and love. Yes. I love that company. I absolutely adore Chipotle. I love burritos, but that is a... The company has just ran wonderfully. Uh, and boy, is Chipotle crushing it right now and has been since the pandemic because what they did was they, pre-pandemic, they invested in their app. They're ordering on the app. Like you can order it to pick up and then it'll be done at a certain time. Like they had that all flushed out and then the pandemic hit. And Chipotle, in my opinion, has been the company that has been 
less impacted restaurant wise, less impacted by the pandemic than any other one because they had the online orders. And if you've ever ordered online on via the app on Chipotle, it is like, dude, so easy. It is amazing. It's like, oh my God, why? this is how all restaurants should be all the time. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. They have their own delivery guy. Or do you have to do it through Uber Eats or I don't think they have their own. I don't, I don't know. I've never delivered food. I've never had food delivered via any app. That's a crazy thing to say. You know that? I know. Apparently, I'm like the oddball out here. I've never even, dude, I can't. It's probably been like, I'm not kidding, over a decade since I've had a pizza delivered. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What? Yeah. I've I mean, done both of the... I, I had Jimmy John's delivered yesterday, and I had a pizza delivered the night before. I mean, that's the life I'm living here. What? what? Why is that? You don't like convenience? It's, a, it's the price associated with convenience. Well, you get the pizza, and you split it five ways because you're all hammered. Well, pizza's you know? a little different than, like, Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's, they have their own delivery guy? Yeah, and oh, yeah, he rides okay. his bike to our apartment. He's right down the road here. Okay, so, so it's, never mind. it's pr it's pretty che it's cheaper than going anywhere. That's what it seems like. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking like DoorDash and Postmates and all that shit. Because dude, I'm like, if I order Burger King from DoorDash or Postmates, Burger King is going to cost me like ten to fifteen bucks somewhere in there, and that's like another ten to fifteen bucks to deliver it. You got the delivery fee, you got the fucking tip, you got the Whatever. It's like, I'm not paying 30 bucks for a Burger King meal or, you know what I mean? Like these, so no, I never, I'll just go and get it myself and pick it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All Thank right. you. Jay is here. He says, I always go pick up the food. It costs less. LOL. Yes. That's what I, that's right. exactly yeah. it, dude. Plus it's still hot. Yeah. I'd rather yeah, just get there's like, I know it's like five more dollars maybe, but the convenience of not having to get off your couch because- the reason I'm ordering this is because I'm just in a miserable state physically. That's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's the difference. I'm fine physically. I'm just hungry. I'll get up and I'll drive 10 minutes to get the pizza rather than have to wait an hour for the pizza. Uh, fuck that. I want the pizza now. Okay. So what I do is I call, I order the pizza, I wait five minutes, and then I get in the car and I go. And I get there as soon as the thing pops out of the oven... And I drive right back home and I got it half the time and it's hot and I save money. It's a win-win. Get off my goddamn delivery thing. All right. So next up, here we go. Chipotle. I'm, in, I'm invested in Chipotle. I'm invested in Tesla. Obviously, you know uh, that I love Tesla as a company. Uh, I think that their, their trajectory is just, I mean, I think that they're, they're going to combine multiple industries here. And I think that they're more than just a car company. I believe that they're a battery company as well as a software company. So I think there's a lot of potential in Tesla. Therefore, I invested in it. And pff, fuck, dude, they're just cool. So they have the cool factor on top of it. Alphabet, which is Google. Alphabet is Google's parent company. Uh, do I even need to say why I invest in them? Uh, you got... Uh, Applied Materials. Applied Materials is a 
Uh, it's a company that manufactures. I bought into it because man, they manufacture graphene. And, Which, uh, of course, is. Gra graphene is this highly conductive material. Actually, if you take a graphite pencil and you, like, go like this on a piece of paper. You know, if you get a pencil like this and you get it on a piece of paper and you're like, right? On a piece of paper. Uh-huh. And uh, you take, like, a piece of tape and you lift it up. That's graphene. It's like, you know, and they can make it one atom thick. And what it is, is it's highly conductive to electricity. So they're saying that in the future, there's a lot of potential for like batteries. You can charge a whole car in a matter of seconds. Uh, there's um, uh, in terms of building circuits and all this kind of stuff. Graphene is the way it should go in the future. Once they can start figuring out how to mass manufacture this thing. So I was like, what company graphene future buy click. And I bought, you know, some applied materials. So this is the kind of stuff I'm wow. reading about. Yeah. You have, um, applied materials. Then I have NVIDIA. NVIDIA is a, they make computer GPUs, the graphic processing units for computers. They make yeah. a bunch of other stuff as well for computers. But I specifically bought them because, I, A, again, I think they make great profit. B, when I bought, I thought it was undervalued. C, I bought it when cryptocurrency was starting to tick upwards. And when that was happening, everybody was buying GPUs instead of CPUs because uh, in order to mine cryptocurrency... They use graphic processors to solve these math problems. It's a lot faster. So NVIDIA makes graphic processors. Cryptocurrencies going bananas. Guess what's going to also go bananas? Graphic. Graphic processors. There you go. So I bought into NVIDIA. I was like, ah, let's ride this wave. All right. And then uh, my last company is amc which i jumped on here during the whole gamestop amc wall street bets thing uh, i bought for two reasons one uh i agreed with uh wall street bet guys that it was undervalued and is being shorted like a motherfucker and then two we were in the midst of the pandemic and i thought uh it was way undervalued and we started seeing kind of light at the end of the tunnel with a vaccine. And uh, as we know, during the pandemic, movie theaters were just getting hammered, hammered here, hanging on by a thread. And now AMC just announced that like 98% of all movie theaters are going to be opening up. I think we're coming out of the damn thing. And uh, I think more and more people are going to start venturing out and going back to the movies. So that's why I invested into AMC. And when I say invested in these companies, Pike, I don't want you to think I'm putting a ton of money. I am absolutely not. I'm buying a few shares here, a few shares there, because this is the point I really want to stress. I really, 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 really want to stress that buying individual stocks is just like going to the blackjack table at the end. You can do all your research. You can read the blackjack books. You can try counting cards. You can learn the game. You can do all this and still get completely fucked. 100%. And you can do the opposite. You can do none of that. And you can win like a motherfucker. Exactly. And that's the most annoying thing.
Dude, you know what the number one chain fast food chain in America was? Uh, Subway. Subway. Mm -hmm. Did anything happen to their products that made them dive? Not to the products. Unless they did some <laughs> research on that chicken, uh, which is not chicken. Yeah. Some of their meats, in my opinion, went down in quality and all that kind of stuff. But what really did it for them was their GD marketing guy. They're, they're, they're the dude on the pedestal. No one could have saw Jared from Subway coming around the corner going like, hey, kids. Hold on. I should. Hey, hey, kids. What are you doing? You're like, oh, God. Sell, 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 sell. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Nobody could have. Nobody could have thought that was going to happen. So you can read profits to earning ratios. You can read all this stuff. But at the end of the day, anything can happen here to a company, which is why I stress buying index funds, buy index funds. That's what I, that's what I recommend. You're an index fund guy. What are index funds for anybody who doesn't know? Sure. Now yeah. I know because you've talked about it a bunch. Right. Index funds are, it's a, it's a, a, it's an index, which means it's a, uh, a fund containing multiple types of stock. And what they'll do is there is a thousand different types of indexes out there, but specifically the one I like to invest in where I dump a majority of my investment money is into its Vanguard total stock market. So I have two, I have the Vanguard total stock market index, which I believe is VTI, which is the ETF ticker. So if you type in VTI in Google, it'll bring up that. That's where I dump most of my money in, which means I it's a piece of every single company in the US stock market. And that is essentially, you're hedging your bet. So if Subway goes down because Jared's a trash human, right? But then AMC movies start going up. They kind of equate. And then over the course of the stock market, you end up you end up averaging, they say, you know, seven to eight percent over the cost of the life of the stock market. And I have a little bit of proof that this happens. Ten years ago, actually, you know what? It was probably like 13 years ago now, but Warren Buffett famously made a million dollar bet with a hedge fund saying, look, I guarantee that this index fund will perform better than your actively managed fund via your hedge fund. And uh, they were like, absolutely, I'll take that bet. So they've each bet a million dollars. And wow. guess what happens? 2008 hits. <laughs> oh. and Warren oh, no. Buffett loses like 40% of his earnings while the actively managed hedge fund ends up getting like 20% knocked off because of course they're selling. They're like, ah, right? They're starting to hedge their bets. But over the next nine years, Warren Buffett starts gaining traction and he's not doing anything. He's not actively managing this thing. He bought it. He left it alone. And he ended up crushing them, dude. He ended up like tripling the amount of money back. He got like 800,000 and the actively managed fund got like $200,000 uh, in profit. And the only difference is not just, not just the index proved that it was true, but also, dude, you saved yourself a lot of stress, 
a lot of time, a lot of effort trying to actively manage your money around. It's a pain in the ass. You're not a professional, which means you have to hire professionals. And what killed it was the fees. And I cannot stress the fees enough because the fees are compounded. Management fees have what they call two and 20. This is a lot of them are two and 20, which stands for 2% management fee off the top and 20% of the profits, which is like, oh my God. Jesus. It's huge. So 2%, you got to think 2% year after year after year and 20% of the profit every fucking year is a lot of money that could be yours. Comparatively, the index fund that Warren Buffett chose was 0.04%. So it's four one hundredths of a percent compared to two and 20. That's how Warren Buffett made all the money, dude. Shit. So did they pay out? Is that bet over or how long is it going? Bet is over. Yeah. Okay. It ended in 2018, I believe. Oh wow! So yeah, and well, good for a, those guys, dude. Good for, good for, uh, good for Warren Buffett because you know obviously he's a he's a trader, but he knows that like a you know a stock trader, not a trader to our country. But <laughs> news to me, but <laughs> tell me more because I I want to hate this guy. And tre treason would be one thing I would absolutely despise. Yeah, no, no, no. He's a. He, I love Warren Buffett. He's a, he's a great dude. Don't get me wrong. I've hated him. He owns. He's part owner of. Uh, I believe of Envy Energy out there in Las Vegas. So he owns part of the power company, and he like crushed this thing called net metering for solar panels. I'm like, God damn you, Warren Buffett. You got enough fucking money. But he's a businessman, so, you know. I know what he's what doing. Do. He doesn't want to lose money, but still. Dick move. Anyway, my point is this. The index funds are too easy. Too easy to make money. The only thing is you're not making a lot of money fast. You're going to make a lot of money slowly. And people don't like slow. But in my opinion, slow and steady is going to win that race. And then finally, Pike, here's what I'm looking at. Uh, stock wise, there is a fund right now, and I'm super late to this, but, uh, the CEO of this fund is Kathy Woods and Kathy Woods is uh, CEO of ARK Invest. And she's been gaining a lot of notoriety over like the last couple of years. And again, I, I told you, you know, I'm not like a, I'm not a goddamn day trader, but, uh, is this the been... same Kathy from the grocery store? No, this is, a, this is... but you know what? She's okay. got glasses. It's this lady right here. I'll show you. This is a picture. That's Kathy Wood. That's kind of what I was envisioning your other Kathy as. Interesting. Kind of, but my Kathy was uh, hair in a bun. Okay. Kind of yeah. same glasses. But yeah, that's Kathy Wood. So here's what's going on. She is CEO of ARK Invest. And ARK Invest is a management uh, investment firm where they specifically invest in disruptive technologies. This is what they say. So here's a little thing. I pulled this down. They, here's their actively managed ETFs. They got five of them. So you got the ARK Innovation ETF. You have the Autonomous Technology and Robotics ETF. 
the next generation internet ETF, the genomic revolution ETF, which is like, uh, you're looking at, uh, disruptive tech when it comes to your biology and that kind of stuff, like health, healthcare and that kind of stuff, genomic revolution ETF. And then you have the FinTech, which is financial technologies, innovation ETF. So you have all of these, all of these, uh, different ETFs, which stands for electronic, electronically traded funds. And the ARK, A-R-K-K, is a catch-all for these other four, by the way, in case you're wondering what these other, so A-R-K-Q, all the way down to A-R-K-F, that those are all inside the ARK Innovation ETF. And essentially what they do is they have disruptive technology. Okay. So, for example, what they do here is they got the, uh, let's go back to the genomic, genomic revolution. So, one of their companies is like these Teladoc. Have you ever been on Teladoc? Have you ever used this? Is that the uh, doctor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I have not. Okay. Well, I've done this. You FaceTime a doctor, essentially, is what it is. Yeah. And it's this. No, I'm app that you could use and it's like going to the doctor's office in the comfort of your own home and it's just like one-on-one -on -one with the doctor and you're like hey doc is this a rash what's going on with this right and you show them on the phone <laughs> or her <laughs> and uh they're like uh can you get better lighting uh oh yeah no you're fine it's probably this you know and they can they can fill out prescriptions right there oh. you don't have to like go into the thing it's awesome yeah it's not for everything right you can't you can't be like hey doc do I have cancer? And he'll be like, mm, let me look. Let me yeah. see. Yeah. Stick the phone in your ass. Let me let me give you a colonoscopy. Yeah. <laughs> nope. All good. Yeah, no, you look pretty good in here, man. Boy, a little a little warm, but no, uh, no, you look pretty good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh so that's like one of the companies. There's all these companies are disruptive in the way that they're like gonna mess with the normal order of things. And that's specifically what ARC investments invests in so that's that's what i've been looking at here and plopping my money down and by the way i'm super late to this i know a lot of people are oh my god so bought in to kathy wood and and her fucking investment style because i think she started off with like 45 million dollars and people were calling her crazy and this is ridiculous and 45 million is not a lot of money to be managing when you're an investment firm now she's managing something in the billions. I mean, many, wow. many billions of dollars because she's been crushing it. She was the first one to say Tesla's going to $4,000 a share. Everyone said you're fucking Happy. bananas. And it happened. Right. It happened. She called it like a year or two before this whole thing happened. And now, dude, now they're saying she just came out. What, where was it? Um... Uh, let's see. Yeah. Okay. So now she's saying by 2025, she's expecting Tesla to go to $3,000 a share. Now it was $4,000 before it split. Now after the split, she's saying three grand a Tesla share. And everyone's kind of going, dude, you're fucking nuts again. You're ridiculous. That's expected in a, in a bullish market. They're saying that 
$4,000 a share is projected. And in a bear case, they're expecting $1,500 a share. Right now, Tesla is sitting at, last night I checked, it was like $600 a share. So okay. that's, that's what Kathy Wood is saying. So we'll see what happens here. Right now, Tesla is at six, six, as of recording, $670 a share. She's saying in a bear market, it's going to be $1,500 a share. Dang. And I, I have no reason to doubt Kathy at this point. <laughs> From what yeah. I can tell, she's right uh, on the money. Okay. So there you go. That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking at. And the committee's here. Jay is saying Sparks is like my doppelganger. All right. Just... He looks like you? I don't know. I don't know what Jay looks like. Huh. He's just a Jay on the screen. Well, he's been here. He's been on the show many times. You think he would have said that? I don't know. Dude, I get this all the time that I look like every other white guy. I have a very generic face. It's not a bad thing. Nah, it's not good. You know how I know I have like the most bland fucking face ever? How is that? Uh, we have we have a Wii here. My son likes to play the Wii. Oh. And on the Wii, you create your own little guy. It's called a me. Okay. I can't tell the difference between my self-created me and the stock me's that come with the game. <laughs> I can't. That's nice. You there's don't like, even have to touch it. There's no difference. Put a different shirt on him and you're good. It's like, oh no. And I've been trying to create like an animoji, you know, like the, how you could do that on the phone, iPhone. Ah, yeah. there's no there's no discernible physical difference between me and like every other one out there. I'm like, man, I need to grow like a goatee so I can be if I send you my animoji, it looks like just a bland smiley face. Like a generic, like, did you even spend time creating this? <laughs> Ah, dude, I think you got to embrace that. There's nothing wrong with not looking like a fucking weirdo, okay? Uh, You're lucky. I don't know if I'm lucky. I'm really, there's no discernible characteristic that stands out. I don't know if that's a good thing. You always got that hat on. <laughs> yeah, a hat. An accessory that I can take on and off. Ryan says... Nvidia is a good buy. Wish I had dollars for AMD four years ago. Yeah, I bought AMD when it was sixty dollars a share or forty dollars a share. Actually, I can tell you how much I bought. Let's see, it's right here. But I mean, again, I only have. Let's see, I bought it when it was. Oh, see, I'm a liar. Oh, I bought it when it was two hundred seventy-one dollars a share. I okay. bought it when it was AMD is what? I bought it in two. No, here we go. I bought. Okay, I bought forty six dollars worth of it back in twenty eighteen. I've I've been kept. I kept buying it in May twenty eighteen. I bought more again in August of twenty eighteen. I bought more again in September twenty eighteen. Um, it's now five hundred twenty seven dollars a share. So it's five x. In things. So there you go. So uh, this is exactly right. Wow. Good call, Ryan. Ryan's throwing up a book here that if you want to read about investing, it's brilliant. It's called The Little Book of Common Sense. 
John Bogle, he is the, oh, he said it right here. Yep, he's the founder of Vanguard. There you go. He died recently, too. He died, I believe, last year, which is sad. But uh, brilliant. Yeah, so there you go. There's a, I'll, we'll do a whole episode on index investing. And, and uh, there's a really uh, brilliant dude out there. His name's J.L. Collins, which I really like. So we'll, we'll reference him and we'll bring up all this stuff. So there you go. That's what I'm investing in. I have majority of my stock portfolio is in index funds, but those are my individual stocks that I just play around with for fun. It's fun for me. It's just like, yeah, yeah. cool. We're just having some fun here. Well, dude, that's uh, it's good to know. You know, it, it's good stuff. And I just think I want to say thank you for sharing. Yeah, good. Let's get yeah. to the news that matters. Yes, this okay. is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Go ahead, man. Hey, this I am like news that, done. Yeah, dude. Oof. Take a breather. Well, this one's money related. This news that maybe yesterday you might have seen because Kylie Jenner, who is very famous and uh, arguably richer than she is famous, uh, is in trouble. People not happy because she posted on her Instagram, which by the way has 20, I'm sorry, 223 million followers, a GoFundMe link. Okay. So she's like any old freaking Christina on your Facebook page, posting a GoFundMe for somebody she knows she's worth $1 billion, literally. Okay. So people are like, Hey, this person who you posted for by the way, used to work for you. It was her makeup artist. It, this guy also kind of like a friend. And so people are like, really? You donate? Okay, so she donates five grand of the $10,000 goal for this guy's medical bills. Pretty serious car accident. Like, hey, can't you just pay for the rest of that? So now she is defending herself in, in kind of a shitty way, honestly. She basically made a statement saying, yeah, I know this guy, but like we're not that good of friends. Okay. <clears throat> so what do you think about Kylie Jenner um, asking for donations from us schlubs on her social media? Uh, you know what? He, okay, I heard about this, and then I heard the rest of the story. So here's here's the rest of the story that I got, and you can confirm with me, tell me if it's true or not. And okay. look, I cannot believe that what's is who what's her name is it kylie jenner i get them all confused yes okay. youngest of the jenners she's the youngest one mm -hmm. is this the, yeah, is this well, the super hot one or the billionaire one <laughs> this is the well depending on what your tastes are this is the billionaire one so she's she's the bustier of the the two Jenner sisters. Okay, I don't know. Is it Kendall? Kendall's the hotter one, right? In my opinion. Ken Kendall's a supermodel. In yeah. everyone's opinion? Yeah, okay. So there you go. Yeah. I like how it's like, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But we all know who the universally hot people <laughs> are. Okay, we all know Chris Hemsworth is a hot piece of man candy. I don't need to be this, you know, I don't need to be a lady. They'll look at that guy and go, God damn it. You know, I, yeah, not the really? same genetics. Okay. I'm not as gifted. <laughs> we like, all know. He's got, when he's making his emoji character, he's got quite a few alterations yesterday. <laughs> like crank up chest width to 10, 
Biceps bigger, bigger, big. Yep. Yeah. Jawline. Yes. Chiseled. God. All right. We all get it. You're Thor. Oh, God. All right. All right. So, Chris Hemsworth, Kendall Jenner. Now we go back to Kylie Jenner, the billionaire. Yep. Okay. Who is not as attractive. <clears throat> but she could have us all pretty hot. She's not. Yeah. Is she hot? I don't even know. I haven't. Oh, I do dude, never. Yeah. She's a, she's Kendall's very like slim, like, you know, like a supermodel would be. But Kylie is like, you know, got the huge. Uh, she's very. She, how do I say this? Um, She's just busty. She is. Which I'm some people would up. find that much more attractive. Kylie. Yeah, dude, I would never say she's not hot. Really? Okay. I dude, I don't even think I've ever I've only seen the picture of her on Forbes. Like how <laughs> how oh, okay. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not going for probably sexy on Yeah, the Forbes. Forbes Forbes really cover. isn't <laughs> Well, I was I was kind of no. pissed when she they said it too cuz they said the cell the youngest self-made billionaire and it was a picture right. of her oh. and uh I don't know. Here's Vanity Fair. I, I've never even seen a picture of her with a. Oh, she was in the Cardi B video. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Look, whatever. I don't think she's a self-made billionaire. I think that's horseshit. And I think she had a hell of a leg up. I think you're a self-made billionaire when you uh, start your own business without hundreds of millions of dollars of advertising and investment put behind your company. So I think that's a little bit of horseshit. However, she does have a billion dollars. And what happened was when you're a billionaire, people are going to be asking you for cash left and right. And if it's a friend of a friend, like she said, I don't think I would just pony up cash left and right for him. Because then you're going to get friends of friends of friends coming out of the goddamn woodwork asking you for money or for Lego. Oh, mm, my mom is sick. Oh, my dog needs a transplant. Oh, I got to buy a house. Oh, my house burned down. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God. Can I just what, what the fuck? What is happening here? Right. It's all going to look. And I'm not saying you yeah. don't help out a person. If if I was a billionaire and I had a makeup artist and my literal appearance of dependent on this person because god knows she probably has a thousand hours of makeup on every single week you know it's not like the yeah kardashians aren't doesn't she own a makeup company like your whole yeah that's how she made all her money yeah yes yes You're now this person wasn't her makeup artist currently like it was just a one-off thing in the past oh all right so it's a kind of a quaint now, here's the other story. I guess it was a $10,000 goal, and she yeah. it was already at 5000 so she topped it off. She put in five right. to make the reach the goal of 10000 So I think that's a noble thing. I think that's a good thing, right? You're like, hey, they're 5000 short. They need it, whatever. And then she posted the link on top of that. So already she thinks she's like, ah, oh, I'm going above and beyond here, okay? I'm being a good person. I'm throwing this out. Right, right. So, trust me, I get it. Like, when people overreact about this stuff, it's like, okay, first get the fucking details. You know, let's not just see the headline and go, hey, which most people did. But now that we know more about it, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I don't have think, a hot. Yeah, I just, honestly, I just think that you're, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. 
If you don't donate, you're like, you're a billionaire. You gotta get fucking done. Give us some money. And then if you don't, you're good. You're going to, or, and if you do, they're like, that's it. That's all you gave. You should give a billion, give all your money to this person. You met a couple times <laughs> at work. What are you doing? They deserve it. They're in the hospital. Oh, it just, I, I just, I hate these not saying I hate that you brought this up. I love that you brought this up, but I hate these non stories. How many people really give a fuck? People send out a tweet. They, they, Six people can get a whole movement going like this. This whole cancel culture bullshit is awful to me. Like if somebody does something wrong and does something really wrong and there is a general consensus about it, then cool. I'm in. But if it's equivalent to I call it the male romper. Remember when the male romper was a fucking trend? All these news stories. Well, the new hot trend this summer is the male romper. No. It was four people on Twitter that took some pictures and everybody jumped on it because they were like, the male romper. (laughs) And it became this, it's the new thing. It's not. It's four people angry about something. Four people took a picture on Twitter. It's not this thing sweeping the country. There's some real things sweeping the country. Those are the real movements you got to worry about. That's the real shit going on in the world yeah dude yes like times a million that's my biggest pet peeve is people who oh now they want to cancel this huh i'm like no i i don't think they do i think if you surveyed the closest 100 people in your life nobody would give a fuck but if you just read (laughs) them a headline that says oh they now millennials want to do this i'm like no they don't right no they don't thank you it's 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 either, like you said, six people on Twitter or one blog, which ever, anybody can just have a website. And I could write an article saying millennials want to do this. Exactly. And people just pick that up and go, oh, this is the next thing. No, it's it's people just don't they don't care or take the time to think of it like that. They don't. And we're obviously they don't. We're just like too. It's all reactionary very, shit. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. the Internet. And it's, it's, the it's probably always going to be like that. We just need to educate people like we just have. Exactly. You got to look another step deeper. And is this really you got to You got to know what's a real movement. Like the Me Too was a movement. There was a lot yes. of people there. That was not just two people on Twitter. Now understand a movement can start from two people on Twitter. But you got to think, what is this movement about? What is this really? Because the male romper is not compared to to the Me Too movement or Black Lives Matter or QAnon. They're, they're, they're all at different high stakes here. This is, there's a different Kendall Jenner not donating to whatever and people trying to cancel Kendall Jenner. Is it Kendall? Kylie. Kylie Jenner, whatever. Uh, Kylie, yeah. Somebody trying to cancel a goddamn Jenner isn't the same as a, a thing that really impacts people's lives. And what what's, Pat, what's wrong is that they're put on the same level. They're always trying to equate the two. And just because something's trending on Twitter does not mean that they're equal in terms of societal importance. God damn. 100%. Thank you. All right. We're going to end on that. I did not know. I, uh, uh, Kylie Jenner would get me so revved up. You cared a great deal. That sounds like really bad. But yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, well, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's it. There you have it. That's the show. Make sure you follow this guy on all social media. It's at. Pike Taylor Radio. He's not going to tweet out some bullshit about 
male rompers or being angry at Kylie Jenner for nobody gives a fuck reasons why. Uh, or you can follow me on uh, all social media at Sparks Radio. That is it. If you're here and you're watching the show, by all means, hit the subscribe button. Tell a friend about it. We love the fact that you're telling some people about this show. And if you like a certain episode or if you're like, hey, man, you want to learn about how to move your money and make your money work for you. I think it was episode 376. That's a good one to send someone. It's called The Exact Steps. We spelled it out for you, how to manage your money a little easier. Uh, that's a good one to send people. That's it for us. We're out here. Any last words, Pike? I, I, I don't. So is over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.